Welcome back to the Battle of the Sexes podcast. I'm your host, the Homeboys, with my co-host, Southern Sassafras, and Mortal Kombat. Hey, y'all. How's it going? Man, we had a really good week of fantasy football. There was a lot of stuff that happened that we got to talk about. There we go. There were some pretty close games overall, um, not huge margins. Our biggest margin of victory was 45 points. I mean, everybody's kind of right there. It's anybody's game every week. That's right. Yeah, you can feel that everybody's trying to get that final push to make sure they're in the, the top six for the uh, playoffs. Only yeah. a few more weeks left. Well, and also, like right now, if you look at the standings, from fourth place to 11th place, there's a one-win difference. Yeah. I mean, that's how close it is. So anybody could jump back up into that sixth position at this point to get uh, there's only probably i would guess girls rule is locked in and probably pity the fool is locked in even if they lose out um but it would be close girls rule for uh, sure she's in if pity the fool uh loses out and there no there's some people who could finish uh ahead it's possible they don't make it every I would, well yeah it's probably i don't know i don't know what the odds are but it's highly unlikely yeah, she, she's going to, I mean, if Something she wins this week, she's in for sure. I mean, because there's four weeks of actual games. Maybe four and six, if I went out, I'll be eight and six. So she's already got almost eight wins. So technically, it is possible that she's out. Girls roll, she's in. She's good. She's just playing for the bye week at this point. Right. All right. So before we, before we go into the matchups, let's talk fab. Because I talked last week about how fab was spend your money. Because we're coming down to the end where it's gonna, you're going to want those players to be able to be started. So you're going to have more competition as it gets closer. People are going to spend more fab. Um, a couple of the really big offers were like Cole Komet. So Cole Komet had a couple of people fighting over him. Winning person was Girls Rule. Boo. <laughs> Sassafras and uh, then Minshew Minions bid on him, which Minshew Minions didn't have much points. So I understand where and he came $2. from. $2. I mean, come on. You lost it by eight. You lost it even. She just had a higher priority of waiver on you. So if you would have bet 11, she would, you would have had her. Mm. Um, so that just shows you like maybe bid a, like not a flat amount, maybe like a, a little bit off amount. Oh, like an odd of, number. Yeah, yeah. Like an 11 or 12 or something that you kind of, that's, that's how I bid. That's how I get people. Mm. But. Okay. Good tips. Uh, Derwin James. There was, a, there was an argument over safety. Did he do amazing or something? Is there a reason why uh, he got so much offers? I mean, I only put that much because uh, my first uh, defensive guy was had a bye week, and then I think he might be was questionable. So then I picked up this guy from Buffalo who did terrible uh, this last week, which is and he just had the most points. Honestly, I don't know anything about yeah, it. He did. He did put up uh, twenty four points this past week. Yeah, uh, I find it interesting, though, that she went after that girl's rule went after him because she has three defensive players on her team and Evan <laughs> White on her team put up like 40 points or something last week. She does, hey, she's just trying to make sure nobody else has any defense. Maybe that's players. it. Maybe this could be a defensive play, right? Yeah, maybe that's her strategy. Yeah, she did Stacking say her bench. I was at their house this past weekend. I was fishing and I stopped by my boat and. I was talking to her and she did say, you haven't had me on the podcast. I would show you my secrets of how I'm winning if you do. So we might have her on. <laughs> That's right. There was another bid on Michael Gallup. Southern Sassafras won him against Bald Eagle, who didn't bid any dollars. He just put an offer in. 
Devonta Foreman had a lot of interest. Um, Carolina running back. Five people bid on him. And uh, Southern Sassafras won with a bid of 25. Woo-hoo. So she took it to heart when I said last week and spent all her fab. I tell you what, I thought I was crazy <laughs> for putting up 21. I was like, this feels wrong. This feels like a lot. Still didn't I mean, win it, it is a lot. And he still didn't it win it. Yeah. Crazy. The thing is, is like, if you I... if you won Devonta Foreman, would you have plugged him in your starting position? See, I don't know if I would have. Probably not. That's why I, it would have been close. Sassafras, would you, are you well, starting? Well, you were in my head. You talked about last week. Your tip was like, spend the fab if you've got it, if you really need a player. And I've got a few on bye weeks. I had uh, one of my best players is now injured reserve for the next like three to four games. So, you know, I'm kind of like needed some players and to put those slots. I'm uh, slowly so brainwashing that's why I just the league. Was spent like $50, <laughs> I think, this week. Yeah, I'm slowly brainwashing our league to, uh, make you guys do exactly what I say so I can have a chance at winning <laughs> through the podcast channel. That's it. So I got to get everybody on the league to listen to the podcast so I can brainwash everyone. Uh, original RBD picked up Justin Fields, which I'm really surprised the winning offer was only two, $5. Like Justin Fields has been blowing up lately. 48 points the week before and 41 points last week. Why are no people putting in more money for him? That's surprising to me. Unless everybody just has amazing starters, but he's got Atlanta, the Jets, and Green Bay the last, next three games. I mean, if those aren't matchups set up for him to succeed, I don't know what are. Well, he got that. That was earlier. That was like uh, early November. Oh, okay. Yep, you're right. You're right. You're right. So he picked it's up paying off now. <laughs> it is paying off. He did do well last week because I believe he's the spiciest player this week. So. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, now, Justin Fields. Yeah, he did well. So we might as well pivot team, into huh? the spiciest player in the blandest <laughs> player of the yeah, week, perfect. I guess. <laughs> yeah, so Justin Fields, spiciest player, 41.38. And then Clyde Edwards-Alaire, uh, no points, didn't get any targets for, for the Chiefs. All right. Last uh, last last thing, I, was a, there was a trade today. Um, I traded... Mitchie's minions, Daniel Jones, and I received Rondell Moore. So he needed a running back, and I needed some more depth. Or, I mean, I'm sorry, he needed a quarterback, and I need more depth. Speaking of that, that'll lead me into the commissioner's tip of the week, and that is trade deadline. Trade deadline is this Saturday. So I thought it was later on in the month. It's actually this Saturday. So the 6th, I'm sorry, not the 16th. It is the 19th. That is the trade deadline. So if you want to trade or you see somebody you want on another team, Now's the time to make those offers because you will be locked out from trades going forward after Saturday. All right. You guys want to jump with the matchups? That's right. <laughs> let's ride. I love it. All right. Uh, we're going to jump. Let's jump into Mortal Kombat getting oh, beat by uh, RBD. <laughs> I mean, that's what looks, it looks juicy. I want to see your takes. I was not trying to ride into this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, you rode. <laughs> Yeah, we we talked we talked about this uh, last week. Original RBD started to really put up some points. Um, I, my team does pretty decent at being consistently putting up. You know, you look at my projected. I'm uh, you know, barely beating that a little bit. I'm gonna put up 120 to 130 points. So every time someone puts up over the 140, it it usually takes me out and, unless I have somebody really blow up. Uh, like you guys said, he had the spiciest player. Justin Fields put up 41 points. That really kills me. But he had a couple of players also not not do so hot. Other than other than that, that was the biggest uh, standout to me was was the Justin Fields. 
yeah i mean that he literally carried him and i was talking to samuels this weekend we we're fishing and, he, and i told him that you were kind of nervous about playing him and he kind of felt the same way about you so i think it was like you guys knew that it was going to be a tight game um but he said yeah. he's coming for it he said he's he's grinding to come for the or play yeah, now I mean, you position. look now he's at fifth place um mm-hmm. You know, and he was he was down what ninth or tenth when we talked about him a week or two ago. So yeah, we I mean we saw it coming. So he's definitely starting to to gain some steam. Yeah. So for I mean for your team, like you like you said, you have consistent players. But if one of the if a couple of consistent players perform just kind of under, it really really hurts you. You know, you don't have that boomer bust player. But Mike Williams should be back this fingers week maybe crossed. next week so fingers crossed that i've been sitting on it i'm waiting i'm hoping that'd be really back. that'd be really huge right yeah i mean that's what i need because you got what fournette's in the bye week this week yeah, yeah. Um, and he's hurt so actually him being on the bye week is probably really good for you to give him a chance to get healthy before the following yeah. week would you probably need him um as far as original rbd obviously justin Fields. have talked about him he's amazing um alan lazard did not perform near as well as he as he did the week before and i think that's due to christian watson coming back and and getting a lot of the targets thus why i wanted to get christian watson and then he has austin eckler solid always always good player and then damian pierce has been huge for him this year and kelsey obviously kelsey's always really good right (laughs) so you look at his his bench and even his bench put up points like good points Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's one of those things that he he's he's gonna be hard to beat, I think, going forward because his team's healthy and he's got lots of depth. Agreed. All right, Sassafras, you want to talk about your loss? No. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Well, Cooper the Cup got hurt. Eagle. That's what happened. Two point oh, nine bo- points. Oh, Cooper Cup is hurt. Cooper oh, Cup. No. I don't know. Just let me take a picture of this screenshot that I'm in. What am I in fourth place? Fifth place? <laughs> Because uh, you know he's at least out four weeks. So this whole time I'm running for you know the playoffs, and I don't know if I'll be able to pull it off. Because he would have gave me at least twenty points, uh, and it would have been a lot closer games. Ballsy Gill just brought in, and I mean twenty-seven points for his linebacker and this guy that I picked up that I mentioned when we were talking about transactions gave me eight points. You know that was disappointing for sure. I, I guess know, that's we'll why you went see. after the safety, right? Yeah, that's a guy I threw money at, I think. I don't even know. I don't know who he is, but I was like Edmonds isn't the guy you picked up. You picked up a safety. Uh, Derwin James. James, yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm just throwing money. I don't even know who I'm picking up. FSU, just just so you know. (laughs) I mean, I guess that's why he's bad. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I mean, so ETN didn't do well for you, right? So he's playing against Kansas City, which... They just couldn't get the offense going really. Kansas City, they actually had four turnovers and they couldn't capitalize on Kansas City. So just shows you their offense still is trying to find an identity, I think, Jacksonville, and they're just not quite there. So ETN didn't get near as many points. But at the same time, on the other side, he didn't have Kamara do well as as well. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. a running back that's pretty consistent and usually gets points, he, he didn't perform. So, you know, his saving grace was Tua. Yeah, his tight end and my tight end. Compare that. I mean, well, he has Higby in his slot. Yes, two tight ends. They both um, outperformed your tight end and one of your flex. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, this Tampa Bay tight end that I picked up, he um, did well one game and then just hasn't been consistent because I have Waller who's been sitting on my hour or spot for a couple of weeks now. So I'm not sure when he's going to come back, but hopefully soon. That'll help me out for sure. 
Yeah, the Bucks have not looked uh, looked great this year. You think you can uh, make it to the playoffs without Cup? I don't know. He's, I mean, his he probably is injured because he's been carrying my team this whole time. What are we <laughs> like ten games in? So yeah. you know, he, the guy's like, looks Southern Sassafras. I need a break. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. I'm not as optimistic as I was last week. I'll tell you that. Honestly, Cooper Cup getting hurt really helps Bald Eagles' chances of get to the playoffs because Robinson's going to be their primary receiver now. Mm, good point. So he could see yeah. more targets because of that. So it might benefit him. All right. Well, sorry about your loss to uh, both of you because we're talking about my win. <laughs> oh, yeah. I took Colin to the cleaners with 45 <laughs> points over what he scored. I had Jalen Hurts beat Jalen Hurts and put up 25 points. McLaurin, let's go, Commanders. He looked great. Yeah, that's the first, like, game that showed life for him i think in the last few games so he's had uh 18 17 10 for the last three weeks before that so it's been kind of like middle of the range so now he kind of blew up and went to that higher end receiver which is awesome i hope they continue that i guess it's because of heineke i don't know who would have thought james connor came back he's back mccaffrey's always solid even though i remember getting so much flack about picking mccaffrey early i was like he's still christian mccaffrey and he's been christian mccaffrey all year uh jeff wilson Man, that's an interesting dynamic, huh? At Miami, mm-hmm. Moster and Wilson, and they're both getting points. Yep. I thought that was, I thought that, I think that's pretty impressive. They're really <laughs> committed to the run game. And on the other side, you know, Waddle just didn't perform. Heineke, although he got the win, he mostly just handed the ball off, right, to the running back. So, or, so he really didn't get much stuff. Kirk, Kirk, Kirk tried to save the team with 31 points, which that's a lot of. He had what? Uh, yeah. So that's his highest game for the year. Um, for points wise for Christian Kirk. Alave didn't perform, which really hurt him. Dolchich, mm-hmm. like, yeah, no, nothing there. I don't know how much I would want to ride with anybody from Denver right, right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pun intended. That's the truth. You guys see anything, see anything else on this that was uh, interesting? Uh, just overall, like, talking about teams that are gaining uh, a little bit of steam, like like you, uh, once you hill. I mean, started, I felt like early in the season, he was really destroying people. And here recently, it's, it looks like it's starting to go more downhill. Yeah, he definitely uh, started out real hot, and it's been a up and down season for him for the most part. I'll take my victory and move on. Hopefully, uh, with that victory, I can get some steam going to get to the playoffs i'm in 11th place but i'm only one game away from being tied up to the fourth place person all right let's move to a matchup that was a household matchup back to the future and girls rule and he was upset because he uh it's like i gave her i tried to beat her i couldn't do it he was he he was upset that he lost her but i think there's good news for him in the future yeah i mean both of their teams uh did really well and it was a close game it's not like you know she won by a landslide or anything um, neither one of their tight ends really performed, so they kind of were even on that. Their defensive is same, nothing spectacular. His linebacker could have done more, eight points. That kind of hurt him a little bit. Um, and then, you know, Montgomery only gave him uh, five points. And here's the benchiest player of the week. Oh, we have Montgomery. one this week. Uh, what are you doing here playing Montgomery over Gabe Davis? Put Gabe know, in in your flex. Yeah, yeah. Montgomery. Hey, the when was the last time Montgomery put up some points? Come on, get he's, Gabe Davis in there. He's kind of just steady, consistent. But you're right. Like 
he probably should have moved Jonathan Taylor into a starting lineup and then moved if you know Montgomery out and put Gabe Davis there but well and Jonathan Taylor came back too he's been not performing as well as he did compared to last season this was a really good game for him this past week so he's starting to show some some life I think he's I think he's healthy now I think yeah feels like he's healthy like Mm -hmm. he hasn't he's been playing hurt so I think they've been limiting his like reps that he's getting so I think that is part of it as well um but again girls rule has Patrick Mahomes it's really hard to like he is the number one fantasy quarterback right now in the league and every week he puts up numbers now he may he may not put up 40 points every week but his lowest week he had was 19 points I I would I would kill to have that like, is he going number yeah, one in the draft next year? I, I think he'll be. He will probably be the first quarterback off the board. Yes, I don't think he'll go number one overall. Uh, I don't see that happening unless we went to like a super flex league, and then maybe, and then probably actually he would probably go number one if that in that case. So, Devonta Adams again performed for her. I think here's what's going to happen though. She Juju. is running some issues with some of her te- players. Right, Juju got hurt last week. He's in a lot of people that was a bad protocol. Zach Ertz is shows out here, but I'm pretty sure they put him on IR today. Khalil Herbert's on IR. AJ Brown tweaked his ankle. I don't know how serious it is, but you know, anytime a receiver hurts their ankle, it it, it can be limiting, right? So, right. I mean, I think this week she's going to have a tough time to try and win, and it honestly might be for the next couple of weeks because Juju is starting to get traction, and he's probably going to be out this week, I would guess. Ertz is out for four games for sure, and Herbert both. So. She's gonna she's gonna have some growing pains and luckily she's already locked in the playoffs, but her chances of getting that like bye week is is in question now. Well that's good news for me since I play her this coming week. This is good news for you. This is the perfect week to play her. If you're gonna if you're gonna beat her, this is the week to do it. I'm not projected to beat her, but we'll see. We're Projections happy. we all know don't mean anything. All right, let's talk about um I pity the fool and KNS Espanas, which was a very close game. Yeah, I think this was the closest game this week. Four points between the two of them. Yeah, it would have made a difference if Clyde edwards Lair would have got some targets for Kansas City. That really is a huge difference I'm seeing just by kind of looking. Yeah, zero points at the running back position. That's uh, That hurts. But looking at K&N's bench, I mean, she didn't really have anywhere to, to turn to. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the part where she just doesn't have – she didn't have the depth to withstand that bye week pretty much. But Take at the same time – Barkley, still on fire for the Giants. He, he every week he performs and he, he's healthy this year and it, it shows. So mm-hmm. he's a solid start for her. Uh, Josh Allen, obviously, which he's kind of cooled off a little bit. You know, he had some, some games earlier in the season. He's put up 37 points, 46 points. Now he's consistently right at that 20 mark. It seems like the last three weeks. So I feel like Kittle is disappointing as a tight end too. Yeah. It's if he's healthy, I think he's, he's really good, but I don't know that he's always that healthy. Like, or maybe he pass blocks a lot. You know, like they like to run the ball in San Francisco, especially now they got McCaffrey and they just got Elijah Mitchell back. So they're going to they're going to be running the ball all the time. So expect that number to probably stay low because he's probably he's a very good pass blocker. So they're probably going to utilize him more than that than, you know, maybe rollouts and stuff like that. But the uh, Bills, they had two losses in a row now. Interesting to see what happens with their team there that the Kansas City Chiefs are now leading the AFC. Thank you very much. I don't think there's anything that uh, Kanan Hesmanis could have done with what she has on her roster anyways to win. I mean, she could have played Spiller and got 0.3 points, so it wouldn't have made any kind of difference. But 
her Buffalo, the defenses scored similar. The both the defensive players scored similar. It was really just Clyde Edwards Lair. If he would have got five points, she would have won. Yep, that's it. All right, last matchup of the week is pretty much an automatic win at this point if you play Swood Chubbs. <laughs> um, he is two and eight and pretty much given up, I think, at this point. Uh, so he's out of the ru- he's line. out of the running. He out of the running. He's not he's not going anywhere. Um, so if you play him, congratulations on your win. <laughs> This is probably what's going to happen. I mean, a- Andy Dalton puts up seven points and, and Minshew Minion still gets the win. And he lost in Jefferson, 38.3. He's having a really good. But look at the other side. C.D. Lamb, 38 points. Minshew Minions, that's really good. He had a really great game. Claypool, 1.8. That's a little disappointing. But Minshew still pulled out the win with his new team every week. His little strategy's working. Yeah. Did uh he did get the win? Um, Eno Benjamin got cut by Houston, uh, or he got cut by the Cardinals, and now he's with Houston. His, he, I, don't know, I feel like he's gonna be he's gonna be a backup, right, to Damian Pierce. There's still the chances of touches because they're just rest Damian Pierce, but he's definitely not gonna be in that starting role, so he's probably gonna have to pivot a little bit for them. But he has Mixon on the bench, so he was just weathering a bye week, right? James Robinson on the bench, so I feel like Tony looks really good. As a wide receiver for the Chiefs, they used him a lot last weekend. Definitely gets some I think sparks. he's going to be targeted uh, more consistently. Yeah, it was just a, a bye week, and he survived. Benjamin, you survived his bye week and got the win. So, again, bittersweet, right? Because you play a team that had a person play on bye, and they didn't, They, you know, if they would have played the guy on their bench, it would have been a little, little closer. But enjoy your win when you play Sweet Jobs. All right. That does it for the matchups, correct? Yeah, got all the matchups in. Yep. So that's all I really had for the podcast. I've been the commissioner's tip of, you know, the trade deadlines coming up again, reiterating, spend your fab, use it because you got four weeks and you'll, you won't have it anymore. So, um, which actually you have it through the playoffs too. So I guess you could utilize it then if you really, if you make it to the playoffs, but the trick right now is to get into the playoffs. Right. So nobody's a guarantee. I think in the next cup, probably honestly, it might come down to the very last week. And it's interesting because I play Southern Sassafras. I was like, be interesting about the play her to for my chance at a at the play at a playoff oh, that would, opportunity. That would be oh, the no, showdown babe, head right to there. Head. We'll, we'll see how that I goes. I actually, but. and then me and Bortle were head to head in two weeks. So I played. Oh goodness. Fence for life, girls rule. If I can survive that slaughter, and then I'm head to head with Bortle, and then switch up. So hopefully that'll be a victory for me, and then you and me, babe, for the finale. Dun dun dun. God, oh, I hope man. I, I hope I, I got a count on that game. My, my, yeah, my last few weeks are it's rough. You got some good teams to play against. Yeah, it's anybody's game at this point. We all know that the projections come out; they don't mean anything because this this fantasy season has been pretty wild, actually. Yeah, it has. Lots of injuries, lots of players performing that you wouldn't expect to play perform. You know, your your reliable, consistent guys, Aaron Rodgers, you know, Russell Wilson, those guys. They haven't done anything this week, this year. So it's kind of interesting how it's almost pivoting to like a younger generation, right? So they got the mm-hmm. new guys that are coming in. They're like these, these these two and three year guys that are starting to come on and starting to form an identity. So it'd be interesting to see next year, like how the draft goes and if there's big swings in how people draft. All right, uh, we are done. We appreciate everybody listening. Next week will be Thanksgiving week. So we'll have the gobble version. I don't know that we'll do anything crazy, but uh, we'll still be here for for your podcast. And then, uh, man, 
it's crazy it's only like what five weeks for christmas or something so six weeks something like that it's pretty close it's coming it's up so this year is almost over well yeah. thank you guys for just being uh the awesome co-hosts always love our commentary it's always it's always fun to do this so yeah always fun always yeah. a pleasure i look forward to it all right if you guys don't have anything else we'll call it quits thank you for listening we'll see you guys next week see you next week bye guys Stay your lineups <laughs>